Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I want to dive into. But first, before I dive into that, I just want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. So if you are sick of just focusing on weight loss and instead want a body recomp, then my one-on-one online coaching program is for you. I help you lose body fat and build muscle with my body recomp training, nutrition, and lifestyle methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. There's also at least one to two bottlenecks that we figure out outside of the training and nutrition protocol that are keeping you from seeing results. And these typically are holding people back more than they think. So if you're interested in that, there's a link in the show notes to check out the services. You can reach out to me on Instagram and we can uh, talk about this in more detail. Uh, If you aren't interested in full coaching, I do one-on-one consultations where we troubleshoot any issues you have and or map out a game plan for the next couple months. If you just want to learn more about a body recomp, uh, what it is, how to do it, then I have my masterclass on that topic, and you can find the link to that in the show notes as well, and this is uh, completely free. Next, if you don't yet, make sure you follow me on Instagram, Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore, and that's where I'm most active on social media. And then if you found this podcast to be helpful in any way, if you could leave a rating and review, and that will help more people find this podcast and appreciate anybody who listens. Also, if you watch me on YouTube, this lighting at this time of day when I do this, like the sun comes in, the blonde, it just not a great setup right now. So I apologize for that. It's super frustrating. I've tried to move my desk over and, and, and whatnot, but if you just listen to this, on uh if you just listen to this it doesn't matter but if you do watch on youtube i don't get as many people watching on youtube so uh, it's not going to impact a ton but again i apologize uh, for that so what i want to talk about today is traits of a successful dieter so one of the biggest problems potential clients face is they lack structure in their nutrition and most things that they end up doing is just very random right you probably have a goal of adding muscle or losing more body fat but other than eating more or eating less that's about it. I feel like that typically is what happens when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to improving your body composition. So either eat more or eat less, or you completely cut out a certain food, right? And for the most part, everything you do is just relatively random from day to day. Oh, hey, here's this food. I can't have that. And then from there, it's just very random. So whether you're a client or someone who enjoys my content, my goal is to teach you how to become a successful dieter. With everything that I teach you, in terms of the nutrition side of things and and even fitness too, but we're specifically talking about nutrition here is I want you to become a successful dieter. Okay. That's the, the, the main thing here with this. When you're a successful dieter, there's no more randomness in what you're doing. And I also want to point out dieter doesn't mean you're just fat loss dieting 24 seven diet is something that you, it's what you eat and what you do on a daily basis when it comes to nutrition, whether that's fat loss or not. But being a successful dieter means everything you do will have a reason behind it. And with your overall goals in in mind as well, too. So keep in mind that overall goals may include things like flexibility. It could be enjoyment with your nutrition. And this is obviously in combination with physical goals like like fat loss or muscle gain. And so I want to dive into what a successful dieter does and and doesn't do. So again, just to sum this up here, whether you're a client or someone who follows my content, I want you to go from a regular dieter to a successful dieter. So I want to talk to you about what a regular uh, dieter looks like. That's a good way to start this off. So First, the regular dieter, one thing they do is they have no structure or plan for their nutrition. We, I just hit on this. Again, it's just very random. And uh, it, other than, hey, maybe I don't 
eat this food or whatnot. There's that, right? There's just really, maybe it's just based on off taste or whatever you have access to. Again, there's no game plan or anything around your nutrition, right? And that leads to everything being just relatively random all the time. Maybe you just eat different times. I think most people end up eating around the same amount of meals uh, and, and whatnot. But again, everything's just random based. Oh, I'm hungry. All right, time to eat. Or, oh, there's food there. Okay, time to eat. I think that's where most people end up falling here with nutrition. Also, you want to have the regular dieter wants to have their leanest slash small scale weight 24-7, 365. So they're always trying to make sure that they, they never see that scale weight go up. They want to make sure it's always as low as possible. And again, does every, they also do everything in their power to get to their goal weight as soon as possible. Hey, I have this goal of 210. I'm at 240. All right. It doesn't matter how I get there. I just need to get there as soon as possible. And if I don't see that trend down week over week, I'm failing. I need to make some changes or I'm plateaued. But again, the, the successful dieter understands that what you do in that process is going to be super important there. The regular dieter also lacks consistency. Uh, maybe you go hard for a few days, weeks, and then you have to restart. Again, this could come back to not having any structure. It could be to having things be random. It could be to from trying to get to your goal weight as soon as possible, right? But either way, you, the, the regular dieter lacks consistency in their diet. And this and consistency, I think, isn't, hey, you're 100% on or you're 100% off. It's consistency is, hey, you're going to have some days where you're 70%. You're going to be okay with that. But again, over time, we're closer to 80, 90%. But again, we're never, we're not trying to be 100% perfect, but we also want to avoid those times when we're also completely off. So I think that's a way you can look at consistency versus, oh, hey, you're consistent because you're 100% every single day. That's not necessarily consistent. That is consistent, but I think that's consistency to the extreme. And that's not um, practical for every single person. The regular dieter also thinks of food as good or bad, or they just think in terms of calories and macros. And what I mean by that is they're just like, okay, this food's 100 calories, so therefore it's better than X food that's 200 calories. Maybe that food that's 200 calories has more fiber in it, maybe it has a little bit more protein, maybe it has more micronutrients in it, it keeps you fuller for longer versus that 100 calorie food that just has 100 calories, it's low in fiber, doesn't have much protein there on that. So that's how I picture that. Or again, you think of food is good or bad where it's, oh, hey, that food, that's pizza, that's bad. This is a veggie, it's good. When again, we need to get away from that kind of binary thinking on food. Food's not good or bad. There's food, everything you eat is going to, I think if we can take it a layer deeper than that and think about the big picture with that food choice, what it provides, what it doesn't, and then we can make a more educated decision there on, on that food versus thinking that you it's either good or bad. The regular dieter also thinks they need to be perfect with their nutrition. I put that in quotations because, again, I feel like diet, nutrition, it's never going to feel perfect. And you trying to get it to be perfect is just a way to an excuse, right? To take the responsibility away. Oh, hey, I can't be perfect with it. So why even bother at all? And again, this comes back to that consistency aspect. So again, I think feeling like you need to be perfect with it, that's something that's a trait of the regular dieter there on that. Next is that you think you need to eat as little as possible to be healthy. So again, I think this goes back to, hey, that's 100 calories, that's 200. Well, 100 calories is less, so therefore that's better and it's healthier. And again, that's not always the case. My goal to teach you to be a successful dieter and part of that is, again, understanding what that food does for you, why maybe 100 calories isn't always better than 200 and how it can fit into your, the big picture and your overarching goal. The regular dieter also thinks that fat loss dieting is what you have to do forever as well too. So again, it's what you did to lose weight is healthy. And then that's the, you always have to eat that way. And again, teaching you to be a successful dieter is also like, Hey, there's periods of time where maybe you eat a little bit less, but there's also periods of time where you're going to be eating a little bit more. You have a little bit of more flexibility. 
So if you feel like you're a regular dieter, if any of these things, again, I don't think you have to have all these, but if you have seen a lot of these traits in yourself, you're probably on that regular dieter side of things. And again, we want to shift you towards that successful dieter and we're going to dive into how to do that. All right. So the first thing this, the successful dieter does, and again, I try to, uh, again, push everybody towards this, uh, with if, whether you're a coaching client or you're just consuming my content. So the first thing is they put their health first, right? We're looking at our overall health. The successful dieter knows that if they improve their overall health, everything else will be easier and much, um, your body's just going to be much more adaptable to what we do to it or much more responsive. I think responsive is a better word there than adaptable because the body is adaptable no matter what, it's just more responsive to body comp changes. This means the, the successful dieter places a large emphasis on things like stress management, sleep, and how things make them feel. So again, we're not just looking at 100 calories versus 200 calories. We're looking at, hey, what's I, I know that my stress management is going to impact how my body handles food, it's going to handle how I, or it's going to impact how I, what types of foods I crave, what tastes good, what makes it taste better. Same thing with sleep. Again, the successful dieter knows that sleep is going to have a large impact on body composition. And also, again, it's going to impact your food choices for the next day and then how things make them feel. So again, how does certain food make you feel? If you have this food and it makes you super bloated or uh, messes with your stomach, or it just makes you feel like crap later. Again, these are all things that we need to pay attention to. And this is why with clients, I have them monitor their biofeedback and we look into these things like, hey, stress was off this week. And we dive into that and I try to show them how stress is correlated with with potential food cravings and how maybe how they handle their nutrition when they're under stress, Right. And so the regular dieter is only concerned about things like appearance, scale weight, et cetera, at all costs. They don't think about these things and it's just, oh, I don't look great or I feel like I should look better. My scale weight, you know, my scale weight went up after I had this food. So that food's bad, right? So they're only focused on those things. They're not focused on their health and, and putting that first and whatnot. Number two, the, the successful dieter isn't always fat loss dieting. There's a time and place for fat loss dieting, but the successful dieter knows that they must take time away from an energy deficit for a period of time. Uh, the regular dieter tries to be their small scale weight and restrict energy 24-7. I think this is, what I mean by this too is, you know, not everybody's always fat loss dieting. I think what this comes down to is the person that like the only time they ever focus on their nutrition is when they are trying to drop weight. So, hey, I need to drop weight. I need to focus on my nutrition. All right, I'm done with that. Now I don't, not going to focus on nutrition, right? That's something that a regular di dieter would do. The successful dieter is going to have these periods of time where they are focused on fat loss, but then they're also going to be, when that's over with, they're going to be focused on other goals um, on top of that as well too, and, and eating a little bit more and still, again, tracking, monitoring things. Maybe you don't track as rigor, as vigorous as you did when rigorously, I don't know, who knows there on that as they did in a fat loss phase, right? We might pull back what we're tracking, but we're still going to have some sort of monitoring. We're still going to have some sort of structure with our nutrition there on that. So again, the successful dieter is not always trying to fat loss diet. They're also paying attention to their diet and nutrition outside of those phases. The successful dieter does not have an all or nothing mindset. If you have a suboptimal meal, just make sure the next one is back on plan. If you have a suboptimal day, just make sure the next one is back on plan. The, the strategic dieter, successful dieter, we'll call, we, they can go back and forth here, learns from their mistakes, but doesn't let them bleed into future meals or days. The regular dieter aims to be perfect. When they aren't, they just say, screw it. I'm moving. I'm just going to do anything and everything now because I messed up one. The the successful dieter, they, they learn, not only do they learn from their mistakes, but they also don't let those bleed into uh, their next meal. Hey, maybe you didn't have a great meal. All right. Now, you know what? The next one I get to nail and I'm back on track. Whereas again, I think the regular dieter, they have a bad meal and it's now I'm not perfect. So I'm 
I'm just going to just let this whole, this whole, this day's already ruined. So it doesn't matter what I do when the end of the day, that still is going to matter. And in those subsequent meals after that. So again, we want to make sure we get away from that all or nothing mindset. And one of the main things I work on with clients, and I see this happen a lot is getting away from that all or nothing mindset. I think this is, it's worse for some, it's, Worse for some people more than others, right? Some people, they really struggle with this and it's a constant battle with it. And again, I think, again, to go back to being perfect, you're not going to be perfect with this either, right? If you struggle with this, realize it's going to take some time so long as you're continuing to work on it, uh, paying attention to those small wins along the way. And then realize that, hey, you still might backtrack on this from time to time. But again, so long as you learn from it and you keep trying to improve it, you're on the right path there with that, right? Again, we can take this all or nothing mindset from what I initially talked about with the nutrition, but then also we can take the all or nothing mindset from if you are somebody that struggles with this, realize that if you get better at it for a little bit, you may still have some slip ups from time to time. But again, we're not going to fall into that all or nothing mindset. We know that we can learn from it and we can continue to improve it. The, number four, the successful dieter knows what their struggles are. The successful dieter knows where they struggle most and they learn to improve work with their struggles rather than against them. The regular dieter doesn't pay attention to this and doesn't aim to improve anything. I am the way I am. So again, knowing what your struggles are is key. Hey, I struggle with going out to eat with friends. I struggle with drinking on the weekends. I struggle with having food in the house. Knowing what your struggles are, I think is key because then you can actively, you can proactively work on them and have plans in place versus, oh, hey, this just is how I am. Or if you're not aware of it because you don't pay attention to it, again, that's going to be hard to work on that. So again, the successful dieter is going to, going to know what their struggles are and it's key to find, to figuring out what they are. So you again, can be proactive in working on those. Number five, they know when the successful dieter knows when to enjoy and be intentional with food rather than blaming it on external circumstances. The successful dieter knows when to just enjoy food and is intentional with their food choices, whether that be their favorite food, they have certain events that come up, things like that. Uh, they also know when they are consciously making a decision to eat slash enjoy food and are okay with that choice because they have thought through it. They enjoy it and then they move on. The regular dieter doesn't think about this and just eats food without much thought and then stresses about their food choices. So you can see the difference here between the two. The successful dieter is going to plan ahead. They're going to look ahead and be like, you know what? This is a wedding for a family member. This doesn't happen often. I'm going to set my week up so I can enjoy that that night. Or maybe you're just like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy it because this is what I want. But I'm thinking through the, I'm thinking through it and I'm actively, I'm consciously making that choice of, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this versus being reactive to it and be like, I had this event. Event and that's what screwed me up and whatnot. Same thing with foods. If there's a food that you enjoy, that you really enjoy first, instead of being like, let's quote unquote bad, I'm not going to have it. Instead, you're like, you know what? I really enjoy this. I'm going to slow down, enjoy it. I'm going to have it because I want to. Again, that's a different thought process than it was there. I have no control over it when it's around. I just eat it because it's there and I, I just have no control around it. You can see the difference in kind of the mindset around it. Um, so again, knowing when to enjoy and be intentional with food, rather than, you know, blaming it on external circumstances or just, oh, this is the way I am um, type of situation there with it. And then from there, it's like, because you didn't really think through it um, and you labeled it as good or bad, then you stress about that food choice. And now you're like, I just can't stay on track. I have no control, no moderation, et cetera. Um, but again, what's that mindset going into it? Are you are you thinking ahead on this? And again, knowing, okay, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. I think that's a much better place to be in from that standpoint. Number six, the successful dieter plans ahead. So I just hit on this a little bit, but they look to see what their upcoming week looks like. And if they have certain events or things that may throw them off. 
So again, planning ahead, looking at your week. Hey, I have this event on Thursday. I have this on Saturday. All right, now I know I need to probably be a little bit more on top of my nutrition on those other days and the days of. Whereas the regular dieter, they just aimlessly wander into into each day and week. They have no game plan. Oh, but you know what? I ended up having two events and I was super hungry going to them and I just, I couldn't control myself. Or again, they just are like, oh, I had this go on last week. I had that last week and this. And it's, hey, did you know about that? Yes, I did. All right, we need to start to look ahead and see where you can make some choices. Because again, it's not necessarily those events that are impacting your nutrition. It's the fact that it's everything around it, right? It's your lack of planning. So the successful dieter is going to plan ahead and, and, and look ahead and then build their days around that. But a planning ahead can also just be they're going to plan ahead for each day for each meal, right? Or multiple meals. It doesn't have to be every single meal. It can be a few meals at, at um, each time, uh, each day as well too. But again, they have some sort of plan for the day. Hey, I know that I have this event that night. I usually, if I don't eat beforehand, I get super hungry and then I just lose all control. Now they know that happens. Hey, I'm going to have a, a nice full balanced meal a couple hours beforehand. So that way I'm not going into that event starving. Again, just planning ahead is, is super key here uh, on this. Number seven, the successful dieter thinks about how nutrition affects training. This is this kind of goes unnoticed here, but again, the, they think about how if I don't eat before my workouts or around my workouts, I get super hungry. And man, this freaking lighting is killing me here. They don't they go into their workout super hungry and then they don't perform as well. Whereas the the successful dieter knows that nutrition does have an impact on training and that can really allow you to push your training, which in turn is going to help your body composition. Again, the goal with teaching clients is, Hey, like the, your nutrition can affect your training. And, and, and that plays a big role. Number eight, the successful dieter knows how certain foods or phases of nutrition make them feel. Again, I hit on this initially, but maybe a certain food or meal doesn't keep you full, but other foods meals do. I think it's super important to pay attention to that in terms of how each kind of meal makes you feel like if it keeps you full, if it doesn't, Hey, this meal usually doesn't keep me full. All right. What can we do to add to it? Or can we find some sort of other combination there to work on that? But also if you have certain foods and it messes with your stomach or just doesn't, you just don't feel great after you have them. I think knowing that is important because you can start to relate that to that food. And, and I feel like you're less likely to want that food. The successful dieter also knows that certain phases of nutrition may have more hunger than others, or you just may feel different ways in these phases, right? So again, let's take a fat loss phase, for example. I think people try so hard to not feel any hunger or they're not comfortable with any amount of hunger that then they end up shooting themselves in the foot in fat loss phases because they end up eating more calories so they can lower that hunger. Again, with clients, our goal is to mitigate hunger as much as possible, but realizing that in fat loss phases, it's going to be like having some hunger is a good sign that you're dropping body fat. So we want to strike that good balance. And if you're always eating to, to, to where, so you're not hungry, I think fat loss is going to be challenging. So I think it's important to understand how you feel during certain phases, because that's going to allow you to stick with it. It's going to allow you to be more likely to stick with it uh, than at that point. And then lastly, the successful dieters patient with themselves. The successful dieter aims for improvement daily, but it was also patient with themselves. They know it's a journey. This stuff takes time and the regular dieter lacks patience and wants everything yesterday. It's all, Hey, I had two good days of nutrition. Why have I not dropped weight? That's what the regular dieter thinks. A successful dieter is, hey, I had two good days. That's a great start, but I know that I'm going to have to string together more and more days like this to really notice change. So being patient with yourself is key. But from that standpoint, in terms of results, but also just, again, to go back to the all or nothing mindset, 
if, if you're, you, you struggle with that, you know that, hey, I'm still probably going to run into this issue in the future, but this is a journey and I'm going to be patient with myself. And I know that it's going to take time to really change that, right? So again, that's a way to look at it from the mental side of things. Yeah, that's the tr- those are the traits of the successful dieter. And again, a lot of people start as a regular dieter and the goal is to switch you to a successful dieter. So hopefully that was helpful. Let me know if you have any questions on this topic. That's it for now. And I will chat with you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.